Welcome to Friend Wings Podcast, where Smashville and Hockey Town collide. And now your hosts, Brett and Ron White and D-Law, Dan Lawless. Welcome to episode 46 of the Fred Wings Podcast. Uh, a day late, but not yeah, an I, I oh, I, hour short. I, I take ownership of that. And uh, I know Lord. I know Buffalo Brian couldn't make it tonight. And that's my fault. I was not able to make it last night and there was no communication. So we apologize for the missed show. It is all Rant and Ron's fault. And you can send all of your hate mail to D-Law at PredWingsPod at Gmail. And um, you can also get us on Facebook Pred Wings Podcast, Twitter at Pred Wings Pod, and Twitch and Discord uh, Pred Wings Podcast. And I did share the live link on our Discord because um, I know usually uh, Brian usually does that. But um, Thursday night, my beer league—I uh, guess we can—I kind of called it the beer league minute last week. So. Um, Little little positive note this week, uh, we actually won. Um, what was the score? Boy, the, the the blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while, right? Well, I played pretty good, I guess. I think it was. This wasn't one of those. Hey, I played really good, but I let in a lot of goals type game. I think it was three to one or three to two. Oh, three to two. No, four. Four to two. We actually had a lead, one nothing, and then we had a two to nothing lead. And then I screwed up on the first goal. I just wasn't strong in my stick, hit my stick, and went in. Because uh, I wasn't strong in my stick, it hit my stick, and it pushed it. The puck pushed my stick and went through the five hole. So that made it two to one. And then we scored later to make it three to one. And then uh, they had a little breakaway, and I was thinking my defense was going to come back and beat them to the puck, or at least make you know get come back on them. And so I didn't come out and play the puck, which I probably should have played. But I was thinking that my defense was going to come back, but I guess I was wrong on that. And they scored on a breakaway, which usually I'm pretty good on breakaways. Um, and then we scored an empty net goal. So at least we got our first win out of the way. And this team that we played was previously undefeated. Um, but by by no means, I mean, they were definitely a novice team. They were, it was a pretty evenly game. So I have no beefs with them. Um, they just must have been playing some worse teams than us. So that was, uh, that was my game on Thursday. And I know you had a... Didn't do much because uh, I know you've been working hard, and that's why uh, working late too. That's why why we're recording a little late. So um, tonight, episode forty six is going to be probably pretty short because we got no recaps because the All Star break. Um, I know Brian had some uh, recaps for Buffalo, so I don't know. If we, I'm not sure if we can kind of tag team it uh, in his absence 
because I yeah, didn't. Well, like you know, yeah, we we can certainly tag team it. I didn't really see much of the Sabres game. I think I seen part of. Um, I think it was a Carolina one. But um, I think their first game was at Minnesota. I don't think I, I – I might have seen part of it, but I didn't really, didn't really see much of it, so I can't really comment too much on that one. No, no, I, and they got, um, you know, Jack Quinn. You know, he, he scored another goal. Uh, he's got eight on the season. Uh, Jurgensen's he's got his fifth on the season. Um, you know, Oposo got his, his 13th assist on that goal. Um, but yeah, I mean, Buffalo ended up dropping that in overtime. You know, I still think, you know, obviously I, I don't have a lot of info on the game, you know, due to Brian's absence, but, uh, I still think they're a team to watch. I, I think they're going to be a very good team. I think they're, they're still just, they're growing and trending in the right direction. And, a lot of young, youthful players there, so you know they'll be fun to watch. But yeah, they dropped that. <laughs> yep, they lost, and then uh, to carry on the losing streak, um, Wednesday they they got beat up pretty good. They played against well, Carolina. Carolina is just on a great. I mean, they're they're a great team. I think that was their Carolina's third or fourth win in a row. I think they said. Um, that was on TNT. Yeah, but, um, I mean, you look at this team. You look at this team, and it's, you know, like, they Buffalo was right in there in shots. You know, they, they got a lot of shots, you know, which obviously shots on goal are what scores goals, um, except for those fluky one in a million. But the Sabres put up 30 shots, and the Hurricanes only put up 34 shots. But that's where you, like, there's, and I feel like Detroit is a team like this, so I can kind of equate this over to the Red Wings here. The Red Wings will put up a lot of shots, but they're not scoring a lot of goals. Um, you know, I think that's just the difference between, I mean, you've got your pure natural goal, goal scorers, like guys that just score goals, and then you have guys that go on streaks, and that's that's what Detroit is. They've just got a bunch of guys that are kind of streaky with their goals. But you look at Carolina, and... Um, Martinook got his 11th. That would be like the third, maybe highest scoring player on Detroit. Um, Stepan, he he got, or I'm sorry, Martinook has 11. Um, Burns, he he's got his ninth or tenth. He got 10. Uh, Aho, he's got 23. I mean, these guys are just they're they're pure natural goal scorers. You know, Burns as a defenseman, he's he's very good. I mean, that's why he's been in the league a long time. But that's where that's where Detroit struggles quite a bit. Is they just they don't find the back of the net, and you know I think Buffalo just had a, uh, you know I think they just had a down, you know just a down game. But it, I'm not sure. I I haven't seen too much on it. But I know I I did read that Tage Thompson my, did leave the game. And my boy, yeah, I was just about to say my boy Tage Thompson. Uh, he returned from injury but then he oh, left he left the game uh with um basically it sounds like it's the same injury uh it says that they he uh re-aggravated his upper body injury whatever that i i guess they're that's their favorite catch team's favorite uh thing now is the 
upper body injury, lower body injury. They don't, they don't, they don't like to tell what it is exactly, which I can, I mean, for the, for the most part, I can kind of understand, you know, I can understand why, but then I can also understand, you know, why you, why hide it? So I can kind of see both, both, both parts of it. But anyway, uh, so looks like he re-aggravated, um, the upper body injury, which also uh, forced him out of the All-Star game and festivities, which I believe, who did I see, uh, took his spot. I think it was Dallin. I think Restless Dallin took his spot in the All-Star festivities, which I, I don't have any... Um, I wasn't going to talk about the All-Star game. I didn't see it. I actually saw a little bit of it uh, this afternoon. Um, and I I did actually record it. So I, but I haven't watched it yet. But i not really all that interested. Although I did, did see... You read, have you been reading some of the... Uh... Have you been reading some of the comments that have been coming out about the All-Star game? I, I didn't watch it. I um, haven't I've really kind of lost attention. interest in it the last couple of years. Like, it just, once they started doing all this crazy, like, let's bounce the puck off of 17 things and, you know, let's let's shoot pucks across the fountain. Like, I just kind of lost interest. Like, it, that doesn't interest me. That's just gimmicky. It's well, that was a Vegas just thing. very far n- not traditional. But I, but. From what I'm reading, they did the same thing, and I I do have to watch this Tendi challenge, their Tendi tandem, because that is getting a lot of the heat of how stupid it was. The players didn't know what they were doing. Nobody knew what they were doing. Like it was just the dumbest thing you could have ever imagined. I never heard. I don't. I never heard of that. But I saw that Sorrow scored a goal. I don't know if that was in the All Star game or if it was in the skills thing. Which I mean, it, I it mean, could have been, but I didn't get to see the skills thing on Friday night, um, which that I was actually would be more excited about that than the actual game. But, you know, being in Florida, they, they supposedly they were wearing like retro all-star jerseys, which I mean, kind of brings you back to East and West, um, uh, you know, the, the old school. And I, I liked it back then. And I know because, the... I mean, it, it was truly there's no votes. There was none of this voting like the voting thing is stupid, just like the lottery's stupid. Like it's all I mean, this this was an embarrassment from what I'm reading. I, I saw pictures of the crowd, which was non-existent. Um, but I just remember the old days where it was the best players on the ice. And the announcers were saying uh, these jerseys, these retro jerseys, they were saying they were like. I don't know if the players were saying that or if there's just the announcers mentioned that they were like, I don't know how they can see tell them apart because they, they're almost identical, but I'm looking at them like one's kind of white, one's dark, yellowish car and one's dark. The only, the only, the only thing that would be basically, you know, kind of would make it hard is the one Jersey's numbers were like the teal or whatever that's, that was in the other, team jerseys but they're not looking at the numbers they're looking at the, you know and they might not even be looking at the jerseys to play you know they're looking to players i think i don't i, I wonder you know, if players you know even stupid really i, I think it's i think the whole thing is just stupid 
you know, I, I I like the old jerseys, the stars on the on the sleeves or wherever they put them. Um, yeah, you know, just I, east it, and it, west. I mean, that's all it was. It wasn't you didn't break it down and do all this like craziness. Like just just have a game and be done. I mean, the more these guys touch the ice, the more possibility they they can get injured. I mean, I know it's and, all for fun, and I know it's whatever. But I mean, the this speed skating. I heard that was just a joke and I understand it. I get it. Why go out there and hurt yourself when you're on the, you know, the second half of your season where you want to start making a push. Yeah. It's stupid. And the, um, you know, they use those retro jerseys, but you know, they didn't have those old star, you know, like like the old, the old all-stars jerseys had this, like the stars and stuff. And I didn't see those on there. I, maybe they did. I didn't, I didn't see them anywhere. Maybe on the sleeve. I don't know, but no, it's you know, just, they, it's they, not quite. Yeah. There. I just, and, and then the, you know, they're doing that, still doing that three on three thing. And, I was watching part of that. It was the Pacific Central, which was the actual. I mean, I was more interested in that just because, well, Soros didn't actually start. They had Hellbuck and he. Yeah, I don't know. I just, and it's nothing against the event. I just don't. I just don't care. Tate Thompson must have been the goalie. <laughs> no, I don't. The, the goalie for Pacific was Thompson. I, I'm not sure which Thompson. And it wasn't Tate, but I was just kind of making a joke about. Is that Tate Thompson? That because they Central scored on the first one, one shot, one goal. But um, the uh, I you know I was just more interested in, in the Central, and, and it was just you know the first part of the game. I was like, this is boring. This is an All Star game. It's boring. Three on three. Just I don't know. Go back to the old five on five. But that's enough of the All Star um, crap. Which I it's actually talked. Actually, talk more about the All Stars than I actually plan to. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, since we don't have you know the All Star break, obviously, and we don't have any recaps. We have uh, actually not as many. Uh, we have a few. Uh, I, I want to call them mid season bloopers. Um, basically, you know, the first part of the season. I know we had a lot of bloopers last season, so I guess we're probably getting better. Because we don't really, I mean, I know it's only the mid-season, it's only been a couple months, you know, since we started the season, but I really could only find a few. I mean, I had a couple, um, basically the same, um, you know, I, you know, my muted mic thing. I actually, you know, there was actually like, it was like a recurring thing. It was like five or six times, but I figured... If I play that many bloopers, that might be kind of redundant. So I just, um, I just got one clip of my muted mic. So here's, here's, here's the clip, and then I'll let you uh, uh, comment if you want to. Well, I guess Deloff fell off the face of the earth here. I can't hear you. Oh, I was, I forgot I was muted. But um, you're gonna have to edit yeah. that. Ready, three, yeah. two. <laughs> I don't know what it is with me and my muted mic. And are you talking? I I didn't hear any of your talking. Is that another blooper? 
is that on the reel like or is that you talking right now that was me right now oh that i was... thought there was still the clip no I, it ended Let oh me... <laughs> you want me to play it again no go ahead move okay. on okay <laughs> and uh here's another one um it was uh actually off an off air thing, so this was never never really meant to be on the air. It was just their little um I guess to say we have a little uh shot before they get, before before we actually go on air. <laughs> so <laughs> let me just play this little thing here. And um I hate to bleep out a few things. There it is. Uh, I I couldn't hear you. (laughs) Are you there? Yeah, hold on. Are you there? What, he is sanding something? Sounds like you're killing something. Alright. Are you there? Yeah, what'd you do? Kill the dog? No, I went to throw my shot at the back and I didn't have my mouth open. No, you're kidding right now. <laughs> well, I did drink most of it. But some <laughs> fell down in my... What, did you scare yourself halfway there? And you just clammed up? <laughs> I don't... <laughs> did I be... I guess. I thought you were yelling at the dog. Go get another one. It... Oh, well. Yeah, let's take two. Oh. <laughs> Dang. Why? Hold on. Why? I already had one. <laughs> no, you had like half a one. This, uh, this whole thing needs to be aired, by the way. We have to air this. Just bleep it what? out if you need to. <laughs> no. That was hilarious. I actually listened. I was kind of mad when it happened. How? Because that I'm still in my head. I mean, do you like do you like launch the shot from like a I, foot away I, from your mouth? Or? No, I well, I had my headset on and I so you tilt your head back, back and my headset almost fell off my head and that's one that I don't know what the, I don't know you. I, I you know what you need. We you, you, at, you were that kid in school. It had the book bag with the with the string on it, so that your mother could lead you around, right? No, I never had a book bag. You never had a book bag ever. Well, no. Well, I mean, I, you know, yeah, but I, it was on my back. Right, that's where book I bags never, are, but they attach well, like a leash to them now. No. You had a leash on yours, right? No. Oh come on! I'm not a dog. Well, neither are these other kids, but apparently their moms don't teach them, you know, how to just follow directions, so they have to lead them around. But 
I just feel like you're that kid that needs to be led around like you were never taught how to drink mm. properly. Well, no, well, but it was because my headset and I fucking fell off my head and I don't know. Just you know, take, you need you need no, those. Well, at least I didn't choke myself with my headset cord. Now you're old as dirt, so I know you remember these. Um, you know those little mitten clips that would clip to your your the sleeve of your jacket. It's funny. I was about just about ready to meant say something about that. You, now you know those, right? You need I the headset. Yeah, but you need the headset version of those. So like if you go to tilt your head back, it's not well, going to fall I'm off and you're make, not going to get strangled to death by the cord. Now I, now I make sure I have the headset off when I take my shot. <laughs> Are you like violent when you take these shots? Like you really whip No, I just tip my I head just... back, but the headset doesn't like to fall off. Now if you're listening to this, go to our Discord page and find oh. the picture of D-Law with the no. with the antlers. Now just picture oh, that God. face doing a hundred mile an hour snapback still on there to drink that shot well i can't imagine it disappeared but that's that's what i picture like like i just i'll put the shot to my lips and then i just tip my head back with the the glass at the same time well that's what i do Uh uh-oh wait a second so you still i'm just i'm trying to figure out how this whole event played out because even if my headset's falling off I am not missing a drop of that drink. Well, I didn't either. Well, my. Well, you wore half well, of it. Yeah, I, you did. Yeah, I did. Kind of. It wasn't my. It wasn't my fancy shirt that I'm wearing right now. The Pred Wings podcast shirt. That's right. Which that's another thing. We need to be on video so you can see this. But then again, maybe I don't want to be on video. Oh, they want. But, they got to see that. What? How come all these bloopers are me? How come you don't have any bloopers? I, I don't. I mean, I'm sure there is something. There's got to be. Well, <laughs> there was last week. Hit it, if, Dano. If you were listening to us live last week, you would have heard this. So, I mean, we don't have any listeners right now, but maybe. That's right. But Hit it. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to the Pred Wings podcast. Ron, that's you. Oh, Thanks for tuning in. Uh, guys, I thought the music was coming. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Cut that all out. God damn it. Thanks for tuning in to the Pred Wings. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. All right, hit it again. We'll, we'll go. We'll go. This will be the real take. You moron. I just couldn't. I Thanks just for tuning. <laughs> oh, Christ. I'm sorry. All right, go ahead. Thanks for tuning in to the Pred Wings podcast. Oh, my God. I was wondering if I was ever going to be able to get that outro out. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> you were like, I'm like, and I had cut that because there was actually some dead air in there, mm-hmm. and I cut that out because I, you know, I didn't, I, I just didn't feel like it would work for the clip. But it, it, yeah, I don't know what the hell I, was I did that, I and then there was a, then there was like a bit of dead air, and I'm like, we're we're me and Brown were both waiting, and it was like. 
I must have been like okay. huffing paint or something. Where the hell is he is? <laughs> he, you thought I was gonna about ready to play the music or something? I was like, yeah, I don't know what the hell and, I was thinking. And, and I looked, and you're you were muted, and I'm okay. What's Hello. He doing? <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So now that that was that's all the bloopers I could find. They were relevant. I mean, there was a lot of chatter. You know, I saved some of the outtakes, but those were just like off-air chatter and just sure. what they weren't really bloopers. So. Um, so I don't know where where we can go now. Um, I know you don't. You still don't have a rant room, right? No, I mean, I I could go off on the All Star break. I mean, it's just yeah, how ridiculous had, it's been. I mean, all. I think we already but did I think that. We wore that out. Um, but you know, I don't know what he, what Brian had in store for their hideout. Yeah, I I feel terrible. I I hate not having everyone here. Um, well, you know, I I gotta do know, better on planning. That's that's my fault. You know, I, it kind of goes goes back to our old days when it was just the two of us. Um, but I um, not sure. I don't think he had it like I'll talk watch this week because obviously there wasn't many games. Um, 127 was when uh, last week. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, I don't think um, I don't think he had much uh, much for that. Um, but he doesn't seem to like uh, the Sabres having three goalies on the roster. Um, and I wasn't aware that they have three goalies. Um, I thought one was injured. That um, I don't know about. But I just, you know, I I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to steal his thunder. Yeah. I don't want to try to. I don't want to try to talk on his behalf. Yeah. Um, but I know. You know, I'm sure he'll revisit that next week. Um. Oh, we're gonna but, revisit it next week. Um, I, you know, I know we like to talk about Arizona and, oh, you know, beating the, beating Arizona to death. The song that I'd love to play a little clip from, but I, I didn't get that. So that would have been a nice little, uh, little intro to this segment about, uh, Arizona. You can mention the name of the song. There is no Arizona. Okay. Maybe in a few years. Who sings it? Uh, country singer. Never heard of it. Oh. Well, anyway, um, so I just want to mention, um, you know, you know, when it, Winnipeg, the original Winnipeg Jets had moved to Arizona in 1996. Um, and, I want to mention, you know, what's kind of relevant now, the attendance, um, you know, because I'm wondering, now I'm wondering why, why they moved. Because I always thought it was an attendance issue with Winnipeg, but, you know, looking, and I'm going to compare the two here, and I'm going to see that that's obviously not the reason. Uh, Maybe it was at the time, I don't know. But I'm wondering if it's more to do with the, with the arena. But 
right now, I believe Winnipeg plays in the, I don't know if it's a new arena or if it's the arena that the AHL team played in. But um, from then, you know, the, the old Winnipeg Jets way back in 1979. Yeah, when did Arizona get swapped over? Uh, it was 1990s uh, as far as when they came. Yeah, when were they when were they a team? Uh, it was 1996 when Winnipeg moved. But uh, Winnipeg, Winnipeg from okay. 19, 1979 to 1996, uh, their, I believe this is average attendance. Um, it was in the 13,000 range um, and even the 12,000, which is respectable. You know, this is way back. And then um, it hit the lowest, 1995-96, which is pretty much their last season. They hit the lowest at 11,316. And then they moved to Phoenix and then later became Arizona. Um, but at first it was Phoenix. Um, but in 96, 97, that, their, that was their first year. And, you know, the new first year, new team, new big things, you know, you know, Phoenix, you know, they're brand new. They're excited. NHL team. Oh, yeah, we got an NHL team. They're average. Yeah, but do you think all of this, like, let's think about this. So why would Gary Bettman put a team in Arizona? I believe that was his first expansion team. But why would he put, so that's that's his baby. Arizona's his baby. Ottawa came in in night, too. But, But I mean, think, think about the, think about, you had the Phoenix Cardinals, the Phoenix Suns, and the Phoenix Coyotes. So I mean, he he probably saw this as a you know an up and coming city. The population was growing, and they had two major sports teams in the city already. So it made sense in his the, mind to do that. I like, believe it's time. Bring hockey out west. I believe at the time Phoenix was a growing market, kind of like Nashville, as you know, everybody was moving there, and it was just the population it had a big population boom. Um, yeah, and sure it still is, but but I mean, do you mind if I fast forward quick and go on like a mini rant, or do, I'll, I'll let you but, finish? Go ahead but, and finish um, your thought. But do you want in, to finish your thought? Just yeah, um, okay, go for it. But but the first season in ninety six, ninety seven, their t- average attendance was fifteen thousand five eighty five. And that was basically their highest, you know, and, and being the and first that's expected year, and that's expected and everything, you know, you know, big, big push, you know, you know, big, big advertising. And then, you know, and, and then right after that, you know, 97, 98, 98, 99, it was still in the 15,000s average. But then around two, the early 2000s, you know, they've been there a few years. The honeymoon stage wore off. Uh, well, it dropped to 14 and then 13, which, remember what I said? what the Winnipeg respectable. Jets, the, the original yeah. Winnipeg Jets was averaging around 13. So it's about the same. And then um, it spiked in 0304 to 15. I, yeah, I mean, I, we don't. I'm now, what is it now, like I'm, in the last three years? Go I'm, back to the last, like, I'm, three years. I'm thinking in 0304 is were they a really good team then? Maybe they were, like, they were better. I mean, Shane Doan was around. Were, and... they, were, in, were they in the playoffs? Or yeah, like, they were. I don't decent. know if they ever made the finals, but they, I think that's probably why it spiked up to 15. And then you know it kept dropping steadily from 09 10, um, 11,000. They were still hanging around in 20. Uh, 
Um, you know, they're still hanging around in the high 12,000s and 13,000s. But then obviously this year, 2223, it's uh, 4,600 because, well, look at the arena they're playing in. And they still can't even fill and, that. I mean, in, uh, 2122, they were 11,000. So I mean, it, Ari- it was Arizo- Arizona is just a joke. I mean, let's be honest. Players don't want to play there. Um, you know, guys want out. They don't want to be there. And I don't blame them. I mean, it's it's a terrible situation for these guys. I mean, some of these guys played better in better arenas in the juniors. I mean, let's just call it for what it is. And now these guys are pros, and that's the audience they play for. I even feel that. I mean, Gary Bettman's got something going on that he just can't let Arizona go. Like, it's time to start looking for – I mean, I'm not even saying switching. G- give it a five-year contingency plan even where you let them just ride it out for five years and, you know, it's a make it or break it. If if they build the arena in the next couple years, then you give them a couple more years. And if they suck, we'll say, we'll say six years. So build the arena and fill it for the next three years and see what happens. If they can keep the hype, they can keep the players, keep the fans – Sure, then maybe let them see if that arena is going to help them stabilize. But I don't see that happening. I just don't. I mean, like I said, guys don't want to play there. Now, I'm jumping over to a topic that you and I had talked about earlier in the week, um, but the Chicklet guys were talking about Connor Bedard and where he's going to end up. Now, I know Witt was saying that, you know, Chicago and the original six team, you know, could – because you're not moving the original six team. You're, you're just not. Chicago's always going to be Chicago. Detroit's always going to be Detroit. Same with the rest of those teams. And I, I just, I mean, Detroit went through the Dead Wings period for many years. And that that could have been a good time to start looking for a move. Um, and they didn't. They're an original six team. But right now the NHL has the ability to allow things to play out. It would probably be Chicago getting the first pick. And I know a lot can change. But they would take Connor Bedard. Now their take on it, the the Chicklet guys, is that that's never going to happen. the The draft is going to be rigged some way, somehow, weighted ball, whatever the case might be, and Arizona is going to get the first pick, and that's well, Bettman's and that's Bettman's opportunity to revitalize Arizona because if you look at it, Connor Bedard is blowing every single current superstar out of the, the water in juniors. He's got better stats in McDavid. I mean, he's got better stats in all of them. He's going to come into this league and he's going to be, he's not going to be flashy. I, when I watched him, I saw him more as like an Austin Matthews, or Connor McDavid, like they're just smooth. They they don't hit very often. They but they know how to avoid hits. But they're just natural goal scorers. Like the kid's gonna come in and make a huge impact on whatever team he he's on. And I kind of tend to agree with their philosophy. I think Bettman is going to rig it because why? After you've had arenas plans turned down, guys leaving the city because they don't want to play there. You're playing in a. I mean, everything aligns for them to move, and he won't move them. So he's got to do something, and Connor Bedard is it. 
I don't, but it all depends on what, how, what they renew this new arena proposal is coming up in um, May. So, I mean, they'll probably know more. You know, the draft is in June, July, June, somewhere in there. That's not going to matter. Um, That's not so, going to matter at all. I don't think he'll, yeah, he's not going to want to play there when, when there's no. There's no, it's, you know, if they if they have an arena, you know, in the works and stuff like that, then maybe. But you know, like I said, if, you give if, them, if they if it gets if it's approved, still up in the air, he's not going to want to play there. So he's going to be like maybe like a Lindros. I, I don't know if he'll be like a Lindros and say, "I'm not playing for them." Remember the Lindros uh, deal. He didn't want to, I think it was Quebec, and they made that huge trade, Quebec and Philadelphia, and, and Philadelphia, Philadelphia ended up uh, with him. But, um, you know, I don't know because, you know, Columbus is obviously in last with Chicago, dead tied for dead last. And then mm-hmm. you got Anaheim, Arizona, and San Jose. Um, so, you know, unless Arizona – Tanks out worse. I mean, they I'm telling you, Arizona's going to get Bedard. I agree with everything that those guys said. It's just, it makes the most sense for the way Bettman is. Well, you know, I know, you know, the way the draft lottery's been going lately, but, you know, if they'd finish, you know, they're fourth, fourth in the bottom. And I still and, think you know, they for fifth of top. I that's gonna look awful funny if a fourth or fifth from the bottom team beats gets number one over three. No, it's now we had this conversation. Look at the Red Wings. They're well, they highest were in like the last, they were, in the they last, were dead like last. 10 years. They were, is fourth. They were dead last and they had the sixth pick. Right. That's what I mean. Like the whole thing is just a joke. He wants to, think, Batman wants to save the game, and you've got teams like even if they tank intentionally. Wasn't Buffalo in dead last, and they end up with like a third pick or something? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, Even if a team tanks intent intentionally, uh, they should still get the first well, pick. Like supposedly, it, that's why they in- instituted the uh, lottery so teams don't tank intentionally. Which no, I mean, but then it's still. I mean, may, let's, let's. I don't be understand. I mean, yeah, teams. Teams, you know, the ownership, and, you know, and the management, you know, they're think they're they probably would, but, but you got to think about this, Dan. The think players about aren't, the, the, I, they're competitive. I mean, of course, maybe, of course, and, but, unless they get a big bonus to say, you know, throw this game. You know, no, you don't. Off. You don't throw the game. You it, trade your it, you trade it, your it star off. players away. You you oh, have a yeah, yard sale. Well, that's called a rebuild. Okay, but then while you're rebuilding, you you are tanking. But, you're not um, making a push. Like, there's no incentive. Like, right now, point, I just want to say that, you know, as a player, you know, at any level, you don't want to lose. You, you, I, I even barely, you know, I know it's for fun, but you don't want to lose. You want to, you, you're, yeah, you're the not purpose gonna, of a game is to win. You want to win, and you're not, you know, you're competitive. And so, no, and I'm not know. saying, I, Dan, I I'm not saying that the guys are not playing. I, I have a hard time thinking that the players will, they're throw. not. We'll, They're we'll not at all games. I think it, it it's more the upper management, and I, but then again, Dan, hear know, what I'm I, saying. I, I hear do, what I'm saying. Saying that they would get rid of those players, but you know that's I don't know. Yeah, I that's mean, a rebuild. You tank and you go get the best player in the draft, and then you build the, around that person. So what the NHL is doing right now, what the NHL is doing right now, is ensuring that certain teams. 
will never be on the up and up. It's going to be an uphill battle to to progress in this league because when you're continuously giving no offense to to Buffalo Brian here, when you're continuously giving picks to Buffalo in the top two and Edmonton, I mean Edmonton had how many first round picks? Like how how hard does Batman have to try you to make on. Edmonton a winner? I mean that's that's just what I'm saying. And it didn't work. Is, but then you've got teams like Detroit who, yeah, we had a monstrous mega freaking team in the 90s. But again, there was no cap. You just throw money around and that's how that's the way it is. And Detroit was able to build. They had a great coach during that era. I mean, it just worked out very well. But when you've got a team like Detroit that has been on the bottom of the barrel for years and you just know they're never going to get the first pick in the draft because they don't have the odds in their favor for being dead last. So even though they're trying their asses off and they're, they've put the best product they possibly could on the ice, it's still just not a good product. And now let's be honest in the first, in the, in the draft, how many mega stars are there? Uh, usually one or usually, two, like the top two yeah, picks. No, not even, I mean, usually one every three four years yeah and i mean you might get that diamond in the rough like i said i used datsuk and zetterberg while they were like superstars they weren't mcdavid's they weren't matthews they weren't crosby i mean those guys are a dime a dozen those like middle of the pack type players and i'm not that they're, they're slightly better i'm not saying that at all but you know your average guys that come out and put you know 10 to 20 goals a season yeah they're a dime a dozen when you get somebody that's putting 50, 60 goals in a year or more, those are elite superstars. Those are guys that, that are, you know, changing the game. That's the face of the NHL. So you get one, maybe two of them in a draft. That's it. One, maybe two. And if you don't have an opportunity to be in the top three, you're not going to get one of them. So Detroit, for many years, even in this lottery post-cap era, um, they were never going to get a McDavid. They were never going to get a Crosby. So they're going to get, you know, the Zadinas and guys that, you know, could boom or bust that just aren't proven, but they have a lot of upside. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying the NHL is intentionally holding Detroit down. I just think it's not as advantageous to not if a team's tanking is because they want to go into a rebuild. Like I'm sorry, like I just don't see a, a good team. They shouldn't. They don't have to tank. Like if Boston was like, yeah, we're just going to tank right now to go get Connor Bedard. That's not going to happen. And that's just not happening. Like you said, players want to compete. P- players want to win. So you know, it's let the bottom dwellers build. Let let them get the first pick. Worst team in the league should be the first pick. Like the NFL. I just. I, I firmly believe that this lottery thing is a joke and it holds teams back in my opinion, but that's it. I'm, I know I got long winded on that. I just hate, hate, hate the lottery. Uh, yeah. I, it's just, it was a disaster. I, the only reason why they did that is to, to stop you from tanking and I obviously hasn't worked. You know, but I think anyway, is, to be honest, and I and I said this a few years ago, I've never said it on this show, but I honestly think that that this whole thing is just another, you know, another gimmick to get people to tune in. So, 
because we now people are like, oh, the, the lottery. Let's let's sit down and see who's going to win because then they've got the lottery and then they've got the draft and you know ooh, it's like all this leading up to it. Like the well, NFL draft, a, like, yeah, you see the commercials, you do that whole thing, you know who's picking where, and then it comes to draft day. Then it's a spectacle, and it's fun. You see the draft, you know, the guys are getting drafted. The NHL draft, they make a whole debacle about the, the, the lottery. Like, ooh, tune in for the lottery. Like, let's see who's going to win the pick. And it's stupid. It's just stupid. It's not a. It's not an energy or a attention grabber. It's dumb. Well, maybe we need that for to for us. There's some, something like that for us to, to to get some listeners if that's the way it works. <laughs> but um, yeah, I actually, I I just thought of something. They're gonna find a way uh, to 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 bet on the lottery. I don't somehow. I don't know. You know the players or the team. You know what player is gonna go. You know bet. Time, you know, because they're they got bets on the All Star game. I'm just like, really, an All Star game? You're betting on the? I mean, it's this whole betting thing is just getting out of hand. I mean, it's just no, it's I mean, because they can everything. exploit degenerates, and they're going to make a lot of money doing it. I mean, that's, that's yeah. business, and you find something so that's that people I'm, want that's, and sell that's it. That's why I'm saying you watch. They'll, they'll, they'll be they'll be betting on a, they'll be. Now, let me ask you a question. Lottery. What 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 are your what are your Super Bowl picks? What did you bet on? How much money? What did you bet on? Uh, I bet like ten bucks on Philadelphia. I even and bet the corn. There, see, uh, there you go. There you go. The, you just bet the well, All Star game essentially. No, I don't Why? even watch the Super Bowl because I'd be playing hockey. But well, I know Point during proven. the Stanley, we'll just leave it at that. Well, I know during the Stanley Cup, I actually bet money on both teams. Like I bet, like I think I bet someone in Colorado and someone Tampa was it Tampa that was in the Stanley Cup or whoever they played. I don't remember anymore. Did you like look to make years. sure that you could win more than you were spending? Oh, I only bet like five bucks on each. Or okay, so if, if one team hit, obviously you win ten one, bucks. Well, one. I think if I think it was Tampa Bay. I don't remember who they played, but. I mean, I was at one because Colorado won the Stanley Cup, but that, well, it wasn't. It wasn't there's, very If there's much. only two teams big, playing and you've been on both of them, of course you you won a bet. Oh, well, because one but think one, about one, this. one team like Colorado, I would have only gotten just, you know just a couple of dollars more than that bet. Then why I, make the bet? Because you just lost money, then, no matter what. Then, you're losing and money. Then, and then uh, Tampa Bay is like. Uh, or I, I think it was Tampa Bay, but they they if they would have won, they, I would have got like twenty or thirty bucks. But I <laughs> I didn't bet that much. And hey, listen, I just started my own bookie business. I'll start taking your bets. Yeah, I don't think so. Not unless you're. Uh, I'm not going to mention that because we don't get paid. So, but anyway, but, um, but what I'm saying is, if you bet both teams, you have to make sure that you're you're covering both bets with with a win i only bet like maybe five bucks i know but you're guaranteed bet. to lose money no matter what well it's not really my money to lose because it was money in the account and i only put i think it's the first you know i only put like five bucks to begin and then you know i use that money i that's all i've ever put into it into that account was like five, but maybe ten bucks. Okay, well, don't bet that with I, your own money. And, and you know, and, I, and as I bet different things, I'd I'd lose some, but I'd win some. But I ended up like a whole, 
I got you know a bunch in that account, not a lot, but I I'm getting out of you know I this is getting off, rabbit hole this, here. This is getting this is getting off topic. Um, but so yeah, I, I was going to say let's let's reel it in here. I want to move into the NHL news stories. Uh, you know Dylan Strom. Um, he just signed a five-year extension with Washington, $25 million contract. Um, I know you hate high, uh, long-term contracts, but I, I like that one. Like, you might like that one because it's only five years. Yeah. I, I like that for the, I mean, he's 26 years old. He's not putting up a ton of points right now. Um, but he's got, he still has some upside to him. And when this contract is done, he'll be 30. And then they have plenty of opportunities to say, listen, you've really, boosted your game the last few years we're going to extend you another year and offer you this much money or two years and we'll give you this much money he'll be a, it'll be easier to evaluate where he is in his tenure with with hockey in the nhl at 30 years old so i like that i like that contract and i want to i want to also compare you know this so dylan larkin and the red wings are having issues so they've they've locked in on the eight years which i talked about last week i hate i hate it i don't like it it's too long um and they're stuck between eight million from eiserman or nine million which is requested on larkin's camp larkin is not worth that i know he's our captain he's our hero he's our guy and i like d boss i i'm very high on him and i will will be disappointed if he leaves but it's a business and i'm not going to be that disappointed Um, but I just think that he, I just think that, you know, he needs to accept that money. I mean, so Larkin has, if you could do me a favor, Diloff, you could look up Dylan Strom's, um, stats. Actually, I got it right here. He has in his career or this year? Nope, this year. This year, he has 52 games played, 11 goals and 25 assists because I was just going to say. Okay. You know what Larkin He doesn't has? seem to be having a very good year this year. I mean, he's he's a good player, but I mean, I don't think he seems to be struggling in Washington. I get it. But here's but where I'm going. He does have well, hold on. Assists, so. so here's where I'm going with this is he got a 5-year, $25 million contract with Washington. Larkin has 15 goals, 28 assists for 43 points. So he is slightly better, but not $4 million a year better. Uh, what about Tage Thompson? Because that seems to be around the same figures, I think. Was it like eight? He said it was going to be like a seven-year, I think he said, for for Larkin, or eight, seven? Eight-year, eight $9 million a year. And that's about what Thompson's making, I think. I think he's. I think he's will will be making. I think it's around eight. I think. So I, you know, it's. I mean, obviously he's having a career year, and you know he might not be doing that next year. But I don't know if they're basing it on that. You know, and then again, you know, for the Forsberg uh, is Forsberg contract is he's looking like same. So he's looking like like Roman Yossi money, Barzell money. uh, Yossi, let me check real quick. Kucherov, Mark Stone, like those are the guys that that Larkin is looking to be in. Like Stamkos, come on, he's just not there. Forsberg, same thing. 
Like he's just not there. He's not putting up the points that these guys are putting up. And I get it. You're you're a victim to your to your teammates, but he's not putting up the points. He's got to, You got to show me the money. You got to show me show me it. Uh, but I mean, Yossi's base salary is only seven hundred fifty thousand uh, this year. Uh, his signing bonus was nine million though. And then next year it bumps up to five million, and then it goes up to nine million, and then it drops to eight, and then the last two years is seven million. Um, yeah, I think Larkin. I would say between seven and eight million a year. I would be okay with that just to get the the deal done. I don't like it. I don't like the long contracts. I think it's going to be a bad deal. Um, and I could be wrong. I'm wrong about a lot of things, but that's just kind of how I feel being a you know a diehard Wings fan, and. I just think that I think it's too much. And I, I just think it's too much. And speaking of uh, deals, um, we had our first, uh, I guess you want to say major trade of the season, or at least be prior to trade deadline. Uh, which this is interesting. And, in, 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 you know, it, it's been, you know, there's been a lot of speculation of where he would be going. Um, and, you know, even, even speculations that the Canucks might resign him. But uh, Bo Horvath got traded to the Islanders. <laughs> just before we talk about trade, just an interesting side note he, he obviously, he's in the All Star game because of his kind of a great year. Um, but he was in the he was actually playing on the Pacific I think it was a Pacific division the the Western Conference because that's where the uh, Vancouver was but his jersey had the Islanders patch so that was kind of weird kind of kind of funny to see <laughs> um, but yeah I, I I mean he's a good player but I kind of think. I kind of think you you might disagree, but I kind of think the Canucks kind of made out because I'm I really like Bouvillier. You know, he's he's <clears throat> with the Islanders. I, I think he's a, a younger player, um, but you know he's he's got a good upside. I I think I just think he's going to be a little better player, or you know, it, it, more long term wise. Um, but you know, yeah, I I, I think Vancouver kind of made out. Um, you know, it, we'll we'll see how it goes in the next couple of years. Yeah, he's at Bavillier's having a good year this year. He's only got nine goals and eleven assists. Yeah, Bo Horvath. I think the Islanders really are going to use him. Um, you know, I think I think that's going to be a huge offensive boost for them. I think that's going to be a huge growth for them. I think that's going to be. I think that's going to help push them to the next level for at least this season. Maybe not, you know, Stanley Cup level, but I think they're going to make a good push to the playoffs. And but yeah, what's what's really, I don't want to say comical. He keeps saying words like you know the the trade hasn't sunken in yet. You know, just it hasn't sunk in. I, I I've seen reports that he doesn't want to sign um, with the Islanders, so it's. It'd be kind of interesting to see, but um, Bavillier twenty five years old and Horvat is twenty seven, so they're basically about the same age. So I guess you know, basically, pretty much compared to now, um, 
So we'll just have to wait and see the next couple of years, you know, who's going to have the edge. Um, maybe this will spark uh, Bavier's, you know, year, maybe, you know, Canucks are, apparently they're doing really good, um, you know, Pedersen anyway. So I don't know if they're going to put him with Pedersen or not, but, you know, maybe, um, maybe he'll get on a little hot streak. Yeah, who knows? Um but I still, I, I still, I wonder what's going to happen if Strom doesn't sign. That's that's the biggest question. I mean, I don't know what he's going to do. You mean Horvat? Strom's already signed. Or, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Horvat. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just it's it's just it's crazy. I just I don't think he likes it. I think he's, I don't know, I don't know. I know there are a lot of teams talking about him, but and yeah, I I mentioned this earlier about uh, you know with the Tage Thompson, Tage Thompson injury, uh, Darlene did replace uh, Thompson at the All Star break. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, but um, I got another update on the Super Sixteen that the NHL likes to put out. I just I I think it's just a gimmick, um, but um, there was. No changes in the top six, but um, I'm going to start with with uh, 16 and work my way down. Um, but and it's I really wish I Brian was here to comment on this part of it. Um, but Buffalo is now in the in the, in the Super 16. Uh, they were previously unranked, so their you know their hot play got them in there, number 16. Uh, the Penguins, uh, they fell from 14 to 15. The Kings fell from 13 to 14. The Wild went from 15, and now they're 13. Vegas went from 11 to 12. And then the Oilers went from 12 to 11. So they're, they're kind of, they're kind of weird. Um. I don't know what's going on with the Oilers. They seem like they got good players and they're really good. And they're every year they're they're expected to be one of the top teams, but they always seem to be middle of the pack. You know, just barely making the playoffs and then usually losing the first or second round. Kind of reminds me of the Predators. Um, but then moving in the top, maybe we can talk about that a little bit later uh, after I get done with this. But moving into the top 10 of the Super 16, you got the Avalanche staying steady at 10. The Jets, uh, they slid from 7 to 9. A couple of losses there last week. Uh, the Rangers stayed the same at 8. Seattle moved from 9 to 7. And then, uh, obviously, just I mentioned earlier, there was no changes to the top six, which is uh, Dallas is six. And then the top five, you got Tampa Bay at five, Toronto at four, the Devils at three, Carolina at two, and, of course, uh, we all know about Boston. Uh, they're still number one. And um, others uh, that were receiving points, uh, the Capitals, who – they actually dropped out. They were previously 16 who got replaced by Buffalo. And I think Buffalo beat them, didn't they, just recently? And then uh, the Preds. Uh, so they're maybe on the rise. Or who knows? I don't know. And then the Calgary and then the Panthers. So I just thought, I'm not going to take a really, you know, I 
just feel it's like all-star I, break you can't it's it's the super 16 i think it's just a gimmick by nhl but i just had to we just got so i don't think it's a gimmick just, i mean it's a stat but you can make stats do anything you want them to well well, who knows what this is going to be like at the end of the season, you know, and then, you know, the real, you know, the real playoffs and all that. Yeah. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see. I'm, I'm excited for real hockey to get going back in, um, you know, but I want to speak on Buffalo Brian's behalf here since he, he couldn't make it and I screwed him over. That's me. I own it. Um, but UPL, he was named Rookie of the Month. He was 6-2-1 in his nine starts uh, in the month of January. And, you know, I know that he was upset with him not too long ago, but, my God, look at what he's doing now. It takes a little while for goalies to develop, but and I'm not saying a few games, but a few years. So I think the kid's got a lot of upside. I think he's going to be a good goaltender. I think Buffalo really nailed it with that one, and I think that they're going to, you know, they've got a complete team right now. They've got offense, defense, and goaltending. So they're going to be dangerous. They're going to be a dangerous team in the next few years. This will be when they win their cup is, is with this core of a team. Mark oh, my and words. Mark my words. And uh, I just see that the uh, the NHL, one, one of the, the NHL 23 cover girl, I guess you can call her, or she shared the cover, uh, Sarah Nurse. Uh, was offered a job by the Panthers to run their girls' hockey program. So, oh, good. That's just kind of interesting to see. I think see, it's cool so. that that's growing. I think it's cool that they've got it growing. Um, you know, you've got. I don't know. Let them. Let them just play the game. Let them play. And yeah, they'd get probably get more attendance in Arizona. Apparently, she was in it. I don't know. Uh, that must be they did uh, some gimmick of the All Star scale. She scored a Forsberg move, which I don't know if that means the no, Philip Forsberg. I figure it's by Peter Forsberg. Whatever it wasn't that even is. his I, move. I it was somebody I else's. I don't even know what that is. Really, I don't know what that. Where you fake, fake, and then you go one hand on the far side. Everybody I who the goaltender that. was, but yeah, you could... the guy from Tampa Bay did that too. Yeah, and this this is I'm just gonna say like I don't know why they got called Forsberg. No, I'm not downplaying. I'm not downplaying this at all. I think it's great that they're involved. You know, I think if we're gonna have a professional women's league, um, you know, let them blend at the All Star game. You know, really make it something special. But it was a goal that you could tell that it was just kind of like, okay, I'm just going to go through the motions in front of the camera. Then we're going to all, everyone's going to wave and smile and I'll nod and blink or whatever I'm going to do. Um, you know, you could just tell it wasn't, I, I think if it was, if there was full speed and full effort, even on a one-on-one situation, that that's a save all day long. Like he just kind of dropped in place and barely moved well, his leg pad out. Like he, couldn't move yeah well yeah let's see that in a real game not an all-star game because no and i and, and it's not me downplaying i'm not saying that she and i'm not saying that she couldn't have scored a goal i'm not saying that at all that particular goal with that particular shot you could tell that it was staged up a little bit and uh you know i'm sure it was fun i'm sure it was enjoyable like i'm not going to downplay it for them is i mean what it's about at the end of the day is about the players having fun and hopefully it's not about the NHL trying to just gain viewership because that ship sailed years ago. But I don't know. Kind of a cool event. 
that she was able to get in score a couple of goals or score a goal and you know i i just i think it's going to help grow women's hockey which is you know it's it's a win for me i i'm i'm okay with that and i don't think um we're going to have any fines or suspensions obviously you know the all-star break coming up and not really any more injuries other than the few that we touched on um no but let's talk about the ahl for a minute so i'm just going to give a real quick um you know so obviously the wings have sent a few guys down oh news on the red wings front is that they had waived adam ernie so he'll probably be going down to grand rapids that kind of bums me out a lot because i like ernie i think he brings a part to the game that you know not many players do on detroit where he's not afraid to get a little bit physical like yeah fabry's been throwing the body around rasmussen can now and again um, but I just feel like he goes to the dirty parts of the ice. I think that he plays that he, he does the dirty things that not many players like to do. And, you know, I like that and respect that about him and he's a workhorse on the ice. So it's kind of sad for me to see that he's going, you know, going down possibly to Grand Rapids or off the team indefinitely. But um, that's all the news I got. Well, so, uh, there's, but, so they're stacking their team because uh, Grand Rapids is like, a train wreck no that's not what it is at all i mean which kind of so many prospects that they can bring up to play i mean they have to make room for jonathan bergeron you've got philip zadina down there jacob Vrana, you know ned i mean you've got a lot of guys down there that soderblom is another one who have made you know careers in the nhl already and they're young but um so you've got that early moving down but but so the griffins just played a, a heck of a game against texas um they won it in a shootout four to three now you had verona with two goals in that game nadelkovic saved 34 of 37 shots um which is a lot of freaking rubber then you have philip zadina scoring a goal the overtime winning goal was Elmer Soderblom. So all these young guys in the, in the Detroit organization are schooling the AHL right now. So that's a good thing. I mean, a couple of them are young guys, you know, Soderblom rookie, you know, he's having a heck of a season. So I like what we have. Now the problem that I have is I think if I have to choose between a Zadina and an Ernie on my roster, I'm going with Ernie. I think he's a little more indestructible. Uh-oh. I think he's more selfless. Um, you know, Zadina talked this big game, how he's going to come in, he's going to bury a bunch of million pucks or whatever it was in Montreal. I'm going to fill Montreal's net with pucks because they passed me up. The kid hasn't done anything. The kid can't score. He shoots a million times a game, and he just can't find the back of the net. Like, it's been the same dog and pony show for years and years and years and years. And I shouldn't make it seem like it's been 100 years, but since he's been in Detroit, it's just been a dog and pony show. And I don't know why he's continuously getting opportunities. I would would rather see Ernie than Zadina. Just for the type of player he is, neither one of them are going to score goals for you. They're not going to be difference makers. So I'm going with the tougher, more physical, gritty player. But that's just me. So... You know, these young guys are playing good in Grand Rapids. 
I, I'll take it all day long. Let's kick it over to the Milwaukee minute. Well, uh, you remember I last laughed last week and when I was talking about that they had some games coming up with the Griffins and, and did I say kind of, I don't know, kind of tongue in cheek or kind of joking that the Griffins would probably win? Yep. <laughs> well, uh, last Saturday, well, the well, Admirals kind of dropped one to the Griffins. Actually, no, they, they no, the the last Saturday they beat the Griffins four two. But then the last Tuesday they uh oh lost two to one. So I mean, at least it wasn't a blowout loss, but probably a game they should have won. Uh, I mean, you know, Griffins obviously are a good team. So, you know, they just I think they're kind of struggling and then finally get some good players. But then uh, going into last night's so game. So who's your big uh, players that's going to come up to Nashville and make a difference? Um, well, first, um, uh, last night's game, before I get into some, some of those players, um you know, they played the Manitoba Moose. Uh, seems like they have a lot of home games right now. That was in Milwaukee. They won that game 3-1. to one, And then uh, Saturday night on the 4th, uh, they beat them again 5-4. Uh, to four. So a couple couple good uh, couple good wins there. Um, so some of the players uh, to watch uh, for the, for the uh, uh, Admirals, um, you got uh, Luke Evangelista, who's leading with 34 points, uh, 42 games. Um, they, uh, he's, he's, he'll, he'll probably eventually see some time. Um, then you got Kiefer Sherwood. He's seen some time in, in Nashville. Um, he was, uh, he came from Colorado. Uh, so the Predators are probably pretty high on him. He's got 33 points. And then a guy who just doesn't seem to have an NHL, at least with the Predators, but he's putting up some good numbers in Milwaukee with 31 points, um, uh, Phil Tomasino. Um, he's kind of a letdown. Um, he was their you know, first-round draft pick in 2019. Really high on him, but he just, you know, he's, uh, he was born in 2001, so that would make him 25. Uh, but he was a first round draft pick of the Predators. You know, they're really high on him, but he just doesn't seem, he just, just doesn't seem to have it, um, at the NHL level. Just so you know, I, I'm not going to make any, I'm just, I was going to bust your chops. Um, but that puts him at 22 years old. Oh, 22. So he's still younger. Yeah, I guess I'm not thinking right. Got to give him time. Yeah, but uh, he, they were really high on him. I mean, he's got, you know, he's, he's, he might be one of the pieces that Nashville could trade, you know, and get some draft picks or young prospect. Uh, you know, I mean, obviously he's not, you know, as far as a rebuild, he's, you know, not a big star to, to trade away. Um, but then you got, you know, Cole Schneider. Um, he's fourth on the Admirals with 28 points. So. Um, 
But an, another one, kind of another letdown when he's seen time in in the in Predators, maybe a couple of games here and there. Igor Fenisayev, um he's twenty one point. He's got twenty one points, um, but he, you know, again, he was uh, he was a Predators second round pick in twenty nineteen. He's just another one of those that doesn't seem to be developing. Maybe you have a development issue. Maybe it's not just Poyle. Maybe you don't have guys that can develop well, young players. You know, no, no. I'm kind of looking to see what happens now. You know, Scotty Nichols, now the GM of the Admirals, he took over last year, I believe it was. Um, he, he was a scout at one time, um, and he was in the player development Um I believe with the Predators before he got to GM in Milwaukee. So, um, I don't know. Um, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. I, I don't want to wait too long, maybe another year or two. Um, but, you know, but yeah, those, you know, I think those, you know, Cole Schneider, Kiefer Sherwood, and, and Evangelista are some of the ones that would, you know, obviously, you know, be the next ones to make the Preds lineup. Um, but, you know, I was saying it to Preds, it almost had to be an injury or, or maybe a trade because they just got so much depth in, in Nashville that they can't get any of these young players in, in, the, in the lineup. You know, when you got players like, um, oh, I think Cole Smith has been a scratch lately. Parson has been a scratch lately. When you got those kind of players, you know, being scratched because there's no room to put them in the lineup, you're obviously not going to call up some of those younger players. Um, yeah, I mean, so, if, yeah. You're, if you're slumping, then you'll play the, the game a little bit. But yeah, that's you know that's all I got for the Admirals. Um, actually, they got uh, coming up. They have they're off until uh, next Friday. They got Rockford and then uh, uh, at Milwaukee, and then they got to go to Rockford. So that seems to be a tough test for them, uh, the Rockford Ice Hogs. You know, the Admirals are 26-15-1 with 55 points, so it's going to be an interesting uh, second half of the season because I believe the age all-star game is coming up. If not, they, I'm not sure exactly when it was, but uh, it's, it's, it's pretty much, it's pretty much uh, within the next week, I think. Um, but, yeah, that's... It's going to be an interesting second half for both the NHL and the AHL. Yep, yep, I agree. And uh, I think we should get into our previews, but um, we're not going to I, – I don't think that we should give the predictions on each other's this week without Buffalo being here because it was his idea, his thing. So we'll just go through our normal yeah. ones, think what, say what we think, and then next week is when we'll start taking track of – you know, what's going on moving forward. So the Preds, uh, they return on the 7th again at home against Vegas. I think they're going to win that game coming out. I know, I know they've had a pretty pretty long uh, break, uh, probably one of the longest uh, in NHL because their last, their last game was last Thursday. Um, so they've had a whole – at this, you know, by the time they play – um, it'll be pretty much 
you know, pretty much a week and a few days because uh, it, uh, it'll be Tuesday night um, is when their next game. Um, but I think that's, oh, um, let me check if I got another one. Saturday the 11th. So, yeah, that's that's, that's yeah. the only game I got is Vegas. So, I think so the, the Wings have two games. Um, they've got Edmonton and Calgary. Edmonton on the 7th as well. And on the 9th, they've got Calgary. Um, I'm going to go both games are going to be losses. I'd like to go with wins, but I think I want to try to be right on the show. I don't think they're going to beat Edmonton. I just don't think they're going to be able to contain Connor McDavid. Um, so I'm going to go with the loss on that one. Now, the, the two games are at home, mind you, as well. In Calgary, I just don't think they tried. I think they're going to carry that loss through. I, I don't like to say that, but um, they're still trying to find themselves. And, you know, I just... Yeah, they're going to be losses. And then I think they're going to pick it up the following week and, and turn things around. But we'll get into that next show. And then for the Sabres, I don't know if that's what you're looking Sab- for right now. Sab- um, the, the Sabres return. Actually, they've got nothing. They've got nothing till our next show. They are completely off. So that makes that a lot easier and um, makes it easier for a transition for Buffalo to get back next week into. Buffalo Brian, that is. Yeah, it looks Get like their game. The show and looks like their next game is February 11th. Saturday. So he won't have another recap uh, next week as well. So he'll nope. be short on that end. Probably because they had a couple of games just before the outside break while everybody else was off. But it seems like it's a short week here, a short show because yep. of the. Uh, it's been a short week. Uh oh. And despite the bloopers, and I. Thought I was gonna have more bloopers, but couldn't find any. So, not not like that first blooper show we had when I had like. Well, we also two... learn along the way, so that helps out quite a bit. And I didn't find any bloopers for Brian, but he's only been on a couple months, so I'm sure we. Uh, I'm sure, if I look, goes on. If I'm sure if I look hard enough in the, in the next uh, half the season. I might be able to find one or two, but I think that's about. Uh, hopefully, we won't well, have wraps a, it up for this week. I hope we won't have another blooper to air to <laughs> for like last hit, week. Hit it, channel. But uh, you know, as always, the, our Facebook is Pred Wings Podcast, Twitter is Pred Wings Pod, and uh, Twitch and uh, and Discord, which I forgot to mention Twitch earlier. Uh, someday we will go video, I promise. Um, and then um, Discord is also uh, Pride Wings Podcast. But once again, thanks for tuning in to the Pride Wings Podcast. Good night, Hockey Town. Bye-bye, Buffalo. See ya, Smashville.